would like to ask everyone to stand up. Let's open our Bible and let's open it. The book of Luke, chapter 5, verses 18 to 20. So we'll read this all together. Amen, if you're there. Amen. Amen. Okay, we'll read this. Verse 18. Ready, begin. And behold, man brought in a bed man which was taken with a palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what, what they might bring him because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop. And let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And the man said to him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time, Lord, that we are able to um, gather here. Lord, we praise you this um, um, evening, Lord. Uh, Lord, we pray that you open our hearts and minds, Lord. Pray that you forgive us for our sins. And... Um, Fill us with the uh, Holy Spirit so we can understand your word, Lord. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. So, good evening, everyone. And uh, before we continue to our um, message, I would like to give a, like a testimony first. So, um, everyone knows, uh, what's my name? So, I'm Carl. I'm Josiah Carl Kilantang, so that's my full name. And my parents are Mr. Florante and... Mrs. Soledad Kilantang. So I am blessed that I have this privilege to uh, stand here in front of you to share the Word of God. And um, so I am like a third generation Christian now. So because my grandparents, um, maternal and paternal grandparents, they are all Christians. So my parents are the second generation and me, the third, uh, third generation. So I think. Um, I grew up in a church, so I am not a pastor kid, but somehow I understand what the feeling to be a, like like one. <laughs> and but um, so my father is always away; he's always um, abroad; he's always working, so he he's not really in uh, the family. So when I started studying my undergrad. I didn't really live my life as a Christian. Everyone knows I'm a Christian. My friends knows I'm a Christian, but I profess to be a Christian, but um, I didn't really live like a true Christian. And instead of me being a good example, uh, it's like, <laughs> if we're gonna summarize it, I'm, it's like I'm a prodigal son. <laughs> so I live far away from the Lord when I was in the Philippines. Not really, um, I'm not really joining the ministry in the church. Um, please um, excuse me if I'm going to cough from time to time because I'm still recovering from the uh, <laughs> flu I had uh, last week. <clears throat> and some, um, I feel like, um, you know the feeling that um, when you did sin, you feel like this conviction 
but you know it's you know it's wrong but it's hard you're struggling but and you can't really get away i think everyone has experienced that experienced that already so few years few years ago i prayed to god that uh, please uh, lord bring me to another place <laughs> because uh it's really hard there in the philippines and my parents are away i can i can really uh do what i want so there's no really guidance and my parents are really busy and then so a few years ago i prayed that lord please bring me to another place where you can use me you can uh, i can be uh closer to you so i think the lord granted that the lord answered that uh, you, uh i think last uh, this year uh this year um our visas got answered uh got um accepted so my siblings and i were brought here by our parents oh no my siblings but i just followed because they arrived here january and i arrived here march and i think god answered my prayer so praise god for that and i mentioned earlier that i wasn't really a good example to my friends so now we're going to talk about um what the bible is saying about friendship so if we can go back to our verse in Luke chapter 5 verses 18 to 20 so this verse is talking uh, this is the uh, miracle that Jesus did he healed the paralytic man but we're not going to focus on the paralytic man for now we're going to focus i just i just want us to notice that um, how did the paralytic man got healed and what happened before he got healed I want us to notice that what kind of friend this paralytic man has. So, um, number one point is uh, his friend brought him to Jesus. And how did his friends brought him to Jesus? So we can see that in Luke chapter five verses nineteen. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop. and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the meads before Jesus so do you think we, are we kind uh, we are like this uh, paralytic man's friends are we this kind of friend would you do something like that for a friend would you destroy a house for a friend would you destroy this <laughs> or because that one the the house that was mentioned there the tiling so it's really hard so you need to destroy really destroy it before you can bring someone inside and then it's really hard and then they made an effort to uncover it so you as a friend do you make an effort to bring your friends into Jesus are we making an effort to invite them to church because the lord want us to be like this man The Lord want us to bring our friends to him. <coughs> Do you believe that? Yep. Amen. Do you believe that that the Lord wants your friends to be saved? Yep. <coughs> Because the Lord commanded us, we can see that in um <coughs> Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. Let's turn our Bible to Matthew. chapter 28 verses <coughs> um, 19 so it says there 
Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Let's continue to verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever and I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So the, the Bible is saying, oh, Jesus Christ is speaking here. He, he, he is commanding the disciples to go ye therefore. Not, Jesus didn't say that, go ye pastor. No, he said, go ye therefore. Yeah. So we are included in yeah. that, yeah. in this verse. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So Jesus already giving us a clue. And who should we minister first? So let's turn our Bible into John chapter 15. Verses 13 to 16. John chapter 15, verses 13. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. 14. Ye are my friends. If you do whatsoever I command you, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my father, of my father I have made known unto you. <coughs> so the Lord mentioned friends here so many times he called us friends so I know the Lord wanted our friends to be saved as well do you love your friends amen and also um, <coughs> I remember a pastor mentioned um, I think in his last um, preaching we are not judges we are witnesses do you believe that? Let's turn our Bible into uh, the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8. <coughs> uh, Acts, chapter 1, verse 8. It says there that, um, But ye shall receive power after that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So Jesus again called us witnesses. So what do witnesses do? Of course, witnesses, they share about what happened, share what they have experienced. That, what, that is uh, a witness really is. And what Jesus said about us being witnesses, he said there, You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So he mentioned four places here. And I believe that these places, uh, uh, is, uh, we can connect this, that Jesus is saying that, he said Jerusalem, he's talking about the disciples here, said, be witness in Jerusalem, he's saying the one who's close to you, they are in Jerusalem. So the people close to you, your loved ones, your friends. And then in Judea, that's their neighbor. So Jerusalem and Judea, that's their neighbor. So the Lord um, told us to be a witness to our neighbor as well. The next is Samaria. And what is Samaria to the Jews? They are their enemy. 
So the Lord also commanded us to be a witness to our enemy. And the next is unto the uttermost part of the earth, of the rest. So first is your loved ones, your friends. Second is your neighbors. After that, your enemies. And after that, all the people surround you. And so someone shared, once shared the gospel to us. So it is now our duty to share the gospel. Yep. Amen? Yep. Because we are saved, it is expected to us that we also share what we have received, which is the gospel, which is the eternal life, which is the salvation. Because only redeemed sinners can tell sinners about Christ. Only redeemed sinners can tell sinners about Christ. The angel cannot do that. Only us. Only the saved. So it is our responsibility to share the gospel to our friends. Let's turn our Bible into Romans chapter 10. <coughs> Verses 14 to 17. Uh, 14 to 15 so verse 14 how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard and how shall he they hear without a preacher <coughs> and how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things <coughs> so we i've heard this so many times uh, pastor preached this so many times. Pastor mentioned this so many times in his preaching. So it is clear that we need someone to go preach the gospel before they will, they will uh, believe. And that's our duty. Each, every one of us, that's our duty, not only our pastor. Yes, we are blessed that we have a pastor who uh, really poured his life into, this, into the ministry. We can see that I'm so blessed that we have a pastor like that here. And... <coughs> Uh, um, not all churches has that kind of pastor so we need to pray for our pastor we need to pray um, we need to help him and um, of course we need to support him not just prayers of course especially financially we all need that and also pastor mentioned this I think last uh, the Sunday if you don't God won't so if we won't move if you don't move, God will not uh, will not uh, be manifest, will not uh, be seen in your life. So now we understand that we need to be like these people. Now what we also need is to be surrounded by this kind of people. We need friends who will bring us closer to God, who will encourage us to grow with the Lord, to grow in the Lord. So we should look for godly friends. And how can we do that? Where can we find godly friends? Of course, in church. You cannot find godly friends in clubs, in the mall, in the bar. So you can only find that in the church, inside the church. 
And how can we make sure that they are godly friends? Of course, it takes one to know one. So, we need to be godly first before we can discern who are the godly ones. So, we need to mature first so we can know who are the matured one and we can surround ourselves to those kind of people. And um, let's turn our Bible into Philippians chapter 2, verses 19. <coughs> chapter 2, verse 19. <coughs> 19 to 23. So, But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus as shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort. When I know your state, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state, for all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ, but you know the proof of him that the Son with the Father, he hath served with me in the gospel. Him, therefore, I hope to send presently so soon, so as I shall see how it will go with thee. So this verse, it talks about uh, Paul writing to the Philippians. He's commending um, Timothy, not Timothy. <laughs> so is uh, Timothy uh, is a uh, I think uh, uh, Paul here is he's like doing a recommendation. So Paul is commending Timothy, and the Philippians can be sure that Timothy is from God, that they can trust Timothy, that he is from God because. Timothy and Paul are the same. They are like-minded. You can see it there in the verse 20. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. So Paul and Timothy are the same. They have the same mindset. So Timothy is just, is just like Paul. They naturally care for the believers. They care for the church. They care for the ministry of Christ. So the, the uh, believers in Philippians, they can be sure that uh, Timothy will be good to them. Timothy will be of use to them. He will be a, a, a good leader to them because Timothy and Paul is the same. So I only have two points here. I don't want to uh, preach that long because I can't really speak that long. <coughs> and it's hard for me to speak continuously because of my cough. So. Um, in conclusion, let us be like the friends of this paralytic man. His friend went their way. They went extra mile for their friend. And I pray that we can be like this. I, I pray that uh, we won't give up when we invited them once. We need to invite them continuously, consistently. And I know sometimes we feel like uh, nothing is happening, but be not be discouraged because for sure God is working. God is working, and it's just uh, we just need to wait for the good time. God always has a perfect timing. Just He just needs us to continue to continue in the Lord. Okay, let's pray. 
Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the message that you brought us, Lord. Uh, thank you for using me, Lord. Um, I pray, Lord, that um, this message, Lord, uh, we can use this, Lord, in our Christian life. Give us courage, Lord, to um, bring our uh, friends to you, Lord, and um, uh, we can be a good example to them. Uh, we pray, Lord, that I pray, Lord, that um, continue um, giving us wisdom so we can grow in you and they can see you in our life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carl, for that uh, reminder about um, friendship. Uh, we 